and welcome to Real Doofs. I'm Drew. I'm Brian. And I'm Laura. And this is a movie podcast. And today we are going to be uh, watching one of Laura's favorites. Is it a favorite or is it like like just a like a... Oh, it like is a, a favorite. Old it, Faithful? Like It's a favorite. Right up there with Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I didn't know it was that high up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, we're gonna be watching one of Laura's favorites uh, today, and we're really excited about it. Uh, before we jump right into that, any interesting things that uh, either of you have been watching, want to watch, anything movie related or fun that's been going on? I'm excited to see the Elvis movie that's coming out. I don't yeah. know if either of you are interested in that. I, for some reason have no interest whatsoever and I don't <laughs> really? know why. Yes, because it seems like something I would want to see and I like Baz Luhrmann's movies. Um, I, I just, I don't know why that I don't care. And Lori, I will take your your review. Um, when you see it, if you tell me it's good, I'll say I will see that when it is on streaming. Um, I only get a handful of movie theater experiences. Mm-hmm. They're typically spread out months apart nowadays. Um, but I am going to get two days in a row coming up where I'm on my vacation that I have oh. actual time where it will be Drew time and I'm going to the movies twice. I will get into that uh, in a second after after I let Laura get back in because I totally sideswiped you. On, no, that's uh, on... fine. That was all I had. I just really <laughs> want to see it. Brian sounded like you wanted to see it too, so I'm not alone. <laughs> no, it looks really good. I the trailer has like chubby Tom Hanks in it. Oh, I know, yeah. creepy chubby. Like he's like yeah, with his he's like like, f- like accent and like yeah. evil and weird. It's it's yeah, yeah. Which I don't know. I know like I have like little bits of like music history knowledge. I don't know that much about Elvis. So I think this will be interesting because I I don't really know all that much. There's a handful of songs that I have listened to i'm sure i've heard much more than what i could like list off but Mm. um i also just really liked moulin rouge which i think is the only other movie that i know by that director um oh you one that we watch consistently actually from him is the great gatsby with um okay leo Uh, and i've been wanting to watch that it's it's like it's good but it's also like Oh, it's just like all of his movies. They're so like overwhelming mm-hmm. um, with with the music, with with just the style, and um, yeah, his um, Moulin Rouge was like my favorite. I think my favorite one of his. Um, but but yeah, Gatsby is it's something, and it's so meme worthy too. Because I mean, I'm sure you've seen like you have to have seen the memes of like Leo in the suit with the fireworks behind him, blasting off, oh, yeah. with, like passing like the. Yeah. the the alcohol like yeah. so many movie moments like that and just him and toby mcguire together Mwah. perfection, <laughs> perfection. <laughs> yes chef's kiss uh, yeah exactly <laughs> um yeah i uh, i do want to actually tell both of you about something really cool <clears throat> or campy de- depending on your opinion um so for um my 11 year anniversary was just this past weekend and um i i've found something uh speaking of gatsby um there's this company they're called frome f-r-o-m-e and brian it's frome.co not com 
Like okay, he immediately went a, to typing. Yes, I'm going to put a link in here. They take movies and literally create artwork in oh, colorful cool. lines. So, like, think of it this way: you look at it, and the entire movie, every scene, is a line, and the most, um, the most, the average color of that scene represents a line. So, Laura, I immediately looked up Dirty Dancing. Um, okay. in the, in here, this is, they make art and now they make phone cases. So that's cool. That oh. is, but can you like, like when I looked at it and like Gatsby was what I got for Kristen, I looked at it and I literally could see like one streak of turquoise. And I was just like, that's this. I know yeah. that, that moment in the movie, mm. like the scene. Um, and so I, she's getting me one for a movie. I really like we're like, I'm not trying to get like my favorite absolute movie right now because I'm sure next year we're going to get new phones and the case won't fit in like eight months, you know? So, but she's getting me a cloud Atlas case and I'm pretty psyched. But, um, I wanted to point out that the case for Terminator two is wild. Like just look up Terminator two. Cause you would not think Terminator two judgment day would be this colorful. Uh, of a case i'm not getting the dirty like i see i can't the dirty Hmm. dancing colors don't really do it for me i I would think the ending of the movie the last part where it's that very like um that like darker color with like the background of the um the stage and the the just in general the i think the it was like a reddish like tinge to it yeah not really red but now but yeah it's like trying to pick out where like the water the mont the montage Mm -hmm. were were here or there I'm excited, but um, you said Terminator too. Yeah, it's so colorful. Um, another one that I found that was was just wildly like different than what I expected was Mad Max Fury Road because the movie takes place in a desert and there's these like shots of blue throughout, like Mm. here and there because there's a scene I remember at nighttime. Yeah, it's like a midnight, so it has a blue filter over it. So it's really cool. Like, um, but like you can literally look for whatever and the. The um, like, when you find a black and white movie, though, you see just different <laughs> shades of gray. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or even the Dark Knight is just mm. black and and like some yeah. red here and there. And they have it. so many movies. They have so many, and they, they actually the art prints. They have a few exclusive editions. So, like Brian, the print for um, The Empire Strikes Strikes Back is out of this world the lion king is so colorful um oh yeah Whoa, the, oh, what's that aladdin is oh, very colorful yeah they but have I, one for the did we say what movie we're doing today yet i don't I, know if we know did. we didn't did okay you look, you they up? have one they have it which i'm shocked because oh. that's no they have so many movies yeah and then brian i don't know if you could see this from the link or not but this is um Empire Strikes Back, but it's the with ex- the overlaid uh, yes of them yeah. like oh very cool. They have one for um, Fellowship of the Ring like this too. Mm, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Gandalf so, with the staff. Mm-hmm. They're just very pretty in general. Like yeah. I, I like them. But like I don't yeah. know if I would honestly. I don't know if I have like space to be bougie and have like a print multiple like, ones. Yeah, like to have. Have it on my phone case. I would totally do that. I would rock have that the out. Print, yeah. Yeah, but have the print. I would have to be like, where are you gonna? Where are you <laughs> gonna go? Print. 
Summer, very cool. I like, even though I'm not like a like I've never seen Twilight. Nothing against Twilight. I've just not seen it. But like the the print of it's really pretty. It's just very green. It's just green Mm -hmm. the whole way through. It's very monochromatic. Mm -hmm. Well, we gotta add Twilight to the list. Yeah. the The funny thing is, honestly, though, this is another Facebook ad target that just hit me so hard. Yeah, they got you good. Uh, Facebook got me like it was no one's business i was just <laughs> scrolling through and it was just like from and i'm like that's funny what are these lines oh my god um oh when i was looking up twilight i saw twister the twister one's cool oh Ooh, that's cool is it really yeah let me see i, I could look at this for days oh, oh my gosh at, did <laughs> you look at the list too no yes, just... they have music videos too oh shit okay yeah if you go to the um list of all fromes like okay. the in the tab like literally it's pages and they actually yeah they have freaking music videos really they have to be really popular uh, music videos for the most part and only um a handful of tv episodes that are very very popular there might be some friends episodes oh there's some seinfeld on here that'd be cool i think there's there may be one or two I guess that's worth just searching instead of like doing page by page. Yeah. Um, no, friends. no Seinfeld. Uh, just friends, 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 friends. The one with the nap partners. That's the only uh, from. Uh, oh, they have friends. The one where no one's ready. Those are the two froms they have for friends. No Seinfeld okay. though, huh? Well, the I'm Office, go... I feel like, would be pretty pretty boring no matter what episode. <laughs> I'm gonna go Maybe. down a rabbit hole later with yeah. this. Yeah. So anyway, just wanted to uh, <laughs> just wanted to show that off. I thought it was really cool. I thought um, you know, you my friends here, you would be uh, interested in that uh, just just even to look at it. So yeah. Um, Very this cool. is similar to there's a music one where it's not like color; it's the actual like wave pattern of the song. Yeah. Um, so depending on the song, you actually have like the wave pattern sort of like printed out, which is really That's cool. Cool. Yeah, I I could see that being pretty wild. Um, but they don't have everything and they're still adding things. Like I thought I was like the Batman. Let me see what that looks like. And there's no, the Batman yet. So, you know, but anyway, that's, um, that was just one thing I wanted to share with you both. Yeah, that's um, really cool. Tonight, whenever this episode actually airs, uh, tonight is the day that, uh, the last episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi dropped today. And, mm-hmm. um, Laura, I can see that you have been watching it so much, oh, yeah. uh, like hardcore straight up to you. You may have even watched it before we got on, but uh, I am very excited. I hear it's, um, I hear it's a very good episode, so I'm, I'm stoked. And then next Friday is uh, Stranger Things, like uh, the, oh, yeah, the end cap. I'm, out already. I'm still catching up because I started rewatching it when this new se- season came out, so I started all the way from the beginning. Oh, again. Man. So now I'm only on episode three i think of, of the newest one? season okay no, no 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 oh no i did a lot of binging so that's why i haven't really watched anything else other than stranger yeah. things in the last <laughs> few weeks because i've been trying yeah. to get through that but i'm this new season is awesome so far it's for the first wild but episodes yeah every episode is so long and i love that but like wild i can't wait for the new the last two episodes i hear the last episode's like two and a half hours so that's what i've been hearing it's like a yeah. movie yeah can't wait can't wait um yeah, that's. I think that's kind of like all the main stuff. Like Miss Marvel came out. I've been enjoying that, but uh, it's it hasn't like captured me fully yet. But I'm still in. I can't. Wait. I'm How more enjoying. Oh. oh, Laura. <laughs> nope. Go ahead. 
I was gonna say for Miss Marvel, I'm just enjoying all the like little news stories that keep coming out. Like they just cast someone who's like so perfect for the role. Because in the mm. comics, uh, Miss Marvel is like a huge fan of superheroes and wants to dress up as Captain Marvel. Yeah. And the actor that they picked for this character like did dress up for Captain Marvel for Halloween like three or four years ago before she was cast. She's gotten like yelled at by Kevin Feige for watching WandaVision on set because they were WandaVision was airing while they were filming her show. So she was like on her phone watching it. And Kevin Feige was like, hey, it's made for TV. Stop watching it on your phone. <laughs> like so mad at her. And she also like will text Kevin Feige and be like, um, actually, you're wrong. Uh, the MCU is not Earth 616. <laughs> um, and like send him a bunch of stuff. So they just cast like the perfect person. And I, I love whenever there's like a Marvel actor who's just like way into it. Like they love it. They love mm. that that's the role that they're in. It just makes yeah. it more fun for everyone else, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what were you going to ask, Laura? I wanted to ask how you feel, you guys feel about Jurassic World. <laughs> Neither I, of us care. <laughs> yeah. I I was going to see it we last don't care. Monday. Was it last Monday? Yeah. I can't decide if I care or not. I always like I love the franchise, I think, just yeah, yeah. from growing up with it. Still love the original, of course. So of I course. feel like I just need to see it. Yeah. But Same I, here. I don't know if I actually really care about it or if I just need to complete watching the the franchise the, yes i've i started i watched one in theaters two three world mm-hmm. fallen kingdom i feel like i need to see see this but i've also been told it's horrible and then also you know friends of mine are like i don't understand why everyone's saying it's horrible it's like it's still a fun movie just go in expecting it to be fun like don't go in looking to tear it apart and i'm like that's what i do i yeah. go in looking to tear things apart yeah. like i'm going to just huff and puff and be like come on why why like by now by now if they're still creating genetically terrifying dinosaurs they're like really 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 just off at this they're point. just like, asking for it yes at this point. <laughs> i hope my hope is that because i'm trying to think of like every movie is a it's a next step further right like in the original jurassic park it was like just bringing dinosaurs back was enough to be like, that's a big deal. Yeah. And then, and then in Jurassic world, they're like, we did it again. We did a whole park, but this time we made an even bigger, badder, dangerous dinosaur. And then they started cloning humans. So I think in this one, they're going to do like half human, half dinosaur combos. Ooh, and I'm wish. really excited for that. Yeah. Like but that was a, like an actual story. Our triceratops would be so cool. But that literally during a little arms. <laughs> little human arms on a T-Rex. Yes. That originally was what, what a plot point in what now is Jurassic World. Like in Love it. the mm-hmm. like mid 2000s there was a script out there where like they had dino human hybrids. Okay. Like I military trained and they were like absolutely not. Like yeah, like not. we can't go there. But Still, yeah, Laura, I, I was, Kristen and I were supposed to see it, um, I don't even know what day today is, I don't know if I, if it was last Monday, this Monday, I don't know anymore, but uh, we, I think it was this, I think it was this Monday, we were supposed to see it this Monday, our, uh, we were going to see it in the middle of the day when, like, no one was around, mm-hmm. uh, babysitter fell through, and we, we just stuck around. And you weren't mad about it. <laughs> 
I mean, I was a little bummed, but not like that. Well, not about like missing the, the Jurassic exactly. World specifically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it was last weekend. That's right. It was last week, not this Monday, but yeah. the Monday prior. No, it wasn't like the end of the world. It was just yeah. like, hey, it is what it is. But like, I would have, li- I would like to see it. But I also wanted to like not make any more money either. Mm. Like I want to stop making money. Do you think they're going to make an, any other ones after this? Yeah, yeah, I do. I just don't think it's going to be, uh, it'll be a whole new cast. and It'll probably be a whole new thing, like, like a whole new trilogy. New... Yeah. Yeah. Brian and I were talking uh, the other day or like we talked about on uh, an episode that aired just like recently though, we talked about how like we wish, like I wish there was a, there was a, so last year when fast whatever the last fast and furious movie came out there in imax they did like this three minute little short of like the prehistoric time of you got to see the origin of Mm. the t-rex from today in in jurassic park and jurassic world it was like it it was just prehistoric time it gets in a fight with some bigger dinosaur gets its ass handed to it gets killed and a mosquito lands on its face and like gets stuck in tar and then all of a sudden it's like 65 million years later and it's like running through the woods um i want to see this the the prehistoric story like but not with like chris pratt voicing it or in italian (laughs) accent or anything like that I just want to see like that. You need Denzel like voicing Ooh. over. <laughs> but like that's the other thing. Like there's no humans. So like do you like how how do you make a Jurassic movie like where where animals have like human thoughts? Probably not. Like, nah, you know. That's true. Like me hungry. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> and then like Denzel. Oh, I was thinking yeah. just more of like commentary, not actual like what the dinosaurs <laughs> oh, are thinking. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just a documentary okay, where Denzel's <laughs> Jurassic Park, like Jurassic, <laughs> like, yeah, or post-Jurassic, I don't know. But oh, I'm kind of done with it, I think. Um, Friday, however, um, or not this Friday, but when I'm on vacation in a couple weeks, um, I'm going to see a horror movie that I want to see. It comes out this week called Black Phone. Mm. Um, it, so the, the guy who made Doctor Strange and the, the horror movie Sinister Scott Dickerson. This was his new movie. It's with uh, Ethan Hawke is like the the quote unquote his I think his character's name is the Grabber, which is eh, not such a great name, but um, he's like kidnaps kids and kills kids, I guess, and he wears this weird mask. Um, it's supposedly like terrifying, but the best review I've heard thus far is it is Stand by Me in an ultimate horror movie. So it's going to be a my like favorite things. A horror movie and a coming-of-age film. Like, I cannot wait. Stephen King literally said, it's Stand By Me in Hell, which is, there's no one goes to hell in the movie. But, I but love also, that. he's probably biased because his kid wrote the book. Joe Hill wrote the book, so I maybe he's a little biased that he has to like it. I don't know. But I hear it's very good. So, excited for that. And then I'll go see Thor the next day when that opens up. <laughs> Black phone looks good. I remember seeing the preview now. Yeah. I love Don't worry, Brian. Movies. We won't make you watch it. We won't make you watch it. <laughs> I appreciate Laura, that. listen, if you want to um, cut out of work on Thursday the 7th and just go see the movie with me, please let me know because it's literally I'm just going by myself. I would definitely be down for that because not I don't have a lot of friends that like scary movies either. So yes, (laughs) especially to see in the theater, like no one wants to go to the theater with me to see them because they get too scared. Perfect. I'll send you the details like the week before. Then if you actually want to cut out of work for the morning, let me know. 
because I'm, I'm going gonna, early too. Like I'm going to go when there's the least amount of people around to see the movie. Love it. Done. Fantastic. Sorry, oh, Brian. <laughs> no, Brian, you are absolutely welcome too. I just know you don't like scary movies. Yeah. And he's like, know, I'm good. <laughs> you're a big busy boy too. It's hard for you to, well, actually wait, Thursday is your late day, isn't it? It is. I still don't want to go see a scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. Well, Speaking of uh, scary movies, Laura picked an amazing movie today. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't that, know what it is. <laughs> that scared the critics. Uh, I'll tell you that much. I remember that very much. Uh, I don't remember it being critically acclaimed, but I do remember that it had a pretty good following behind it. Um, mm-hmm. Are we talking about out. Morbius? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Morbin time. Uh, right Jared now. Leto's Morbius. Yeah. Um, I would now, definitely say it's like a, a cult classic in some way. At this point, ways. I think yeah. so, yeah. Mm. well tell us what we're gonna be watching I, okay i didn't know if you wanted to announce no, it or not no 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 this is you your baby you got all this. right so we are watching that thing you do oh yes because yes. yes. i know you said you had seen it before brian right yes but i have like, seen this i actually really okay. like this movie yeah. i haven't seen I, it in probably like 10 years okay but perfect i really yeah. remember like loving this movie I feel like I will be the most doofed on this because it, I literally saw this and it rented it on video VHS in 97. Like yep. I know it was after it came out. It could have even been still 96. I don't remember it, like how long a movie went from theater into VHS in the mid nineties. I'm pretty sure it was like a six month to one year. Like there was a, there was a, yeah, it could have been like a while. Now. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like one to three months like it is now, you know? Um, so 96, 97, I watched this. Um, I only remember, like, the smallest of small details. Um, yeah, a couple actors in it, and that's it, too. All right, so you said, yeah, it came out in 1996. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like a comedy, drama, not, I wouldn't say a musical, but very music-based movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, set in the 1960s. So very like Beatles mm-hmm. kind of time frame. Um, Tom Hanks wrote and directed this movie. It was actually his debut for writing and directing. Tom oh, Hanks cool. wrote I didn't know this? That. Yep. I knew he directed it. Tom Hanks wrote this. Oh, he wrote shit. it. I just found this fun fact. He wrote it in 30 days while doing press for Forrest Gump. He just like. Of course <laughs> he did. Yeah. Of course. The more I learned about this movie, I'm like, Tom Hanks is just amazing yeah. i don't know there's nothing <laughs> yeah. he can't do he can do it all <laughs> there really isn't if you if you trip his wife he's gonna tell you to back the fuck oh off. my god did you see that um, i that loved amazing. it it yeah, was, was so good awesome and it was so it's uh it was so weird to see him angry he's so not i know but i still loved him america's yeah. sweetheart yep it was perfect defending his wife no it was yeah. <laughs> loved it so actually, speaking of his wife, she's in this movie mm-hmm. for just a brief minute or two. But so her, um, his wife, Rita Wilson, is in this. Mm-hmm. Colin Hanks is also in this. I didn't know Colin was in this. Yeah. Very quick parts, but a lot of his family is in it. Uh, let's see. So Tom Hanks also stars in it. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know. Can I, can I guess? One yeah. Of them, guess. Tom, yeah. Tom Everett Scott. Is that accurate? Yes. Tom so he's, Scott. I would say, it's hard to say who's like the main character. In I think movie, he's more he, the main character. I think he is. Um, do you know who he is, Brian? 
Tom no. Everett Scott. <sighs> the only thing, other thing I can think of him being in is Dead Man on Campus. Dead Man on Campus, American Werewolf in Paris. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We talked some, about this. Yeah. He was on a TV show, too, that I can't, like, fairly recently. But um, I know, I feel like you might recognize his face. You yeah, would definitely but. recognize his face. I think he's also played, like, now, of course they're in the phase like they're where they're playing dads in movies yeah exactly weird um he was like a big thing back back like in the early uh mid mid 90s tom Mm Everett scott was like you like he was in like this american werewolf in paris dead men in campus fairly like after another like he was a familiar face for a little bit yeah Um, yeah he almost kind of looks like the guy from game of thrones Um, are you talking about not reek but uh but the the really creepy bad guy yeah he kind of looks like him a little bit yeah i know it's Um, not him but he does look like him i forget his name (laughs) i know he was in um because i said so i don't know if you guys know that movie but uh mandy moore no and (laughs) diane keaton Mm-mm, oh no. you're missing out no <laughs> not really <laughs> not really <laughs> I love it. Um, um and then is steve zahn in this yes okay so last time we had talked briefly about this movie and the actors in it and i said my favorite possibly like underrated actor is in this movie and that would be steve zahn mm-hmm. i absolutely love him I literally just watched him in the White Lotus and I was like, I forget so how good. amazing he is. Like so good. Yeah. You you know Steve Zahn though, uh, Brian. You've had to have seen him. Yeah, Steve this Zahn. is He's another face like that I've seen. Years, yeah. Saving Silverman is yeah. like a classic. Sahara, which is like the knockoff of uh <laughs> Ugh, I hate Sahara. <laughs> I, it is pretty bad. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Oh. <laughs> um like and a then Dirk something movie. I forget his name is like Dirk. When someone's name is Dirk, I'm like, get the fuck out of here! Like, <laughs> like you're Derek. Dirk. He's in another movie that I don't know if you may have seen. Drew Reddy in Cars with Boys. Oh, absolutely, Drew Barrymore, right? That is such a great movie that I don't think a lot of people know. That's yeah, that's classic. I love that's... him in that movie. Yeah. yeah, he Steve Zahn's great, but like even in his HBO days, um, he was in. Um, what the shit was that show? It went like three or four seasons and it was like in um, New Orleans after uh, the storm. And it was like, but it was all about like music and just like this whole thing. It was, Hmm. I I think the same guy who made, who like did the wire and stuff like that did this show. Um, Oh my God. I can't remember the name of it. It's supposed to be a really good show, but another HBO uh, show. But the only other person I know in this one that Brian definitely knows is um, Liv, uh, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler, okay. yeah. Yes, yeah, because Brian's a, a Lord of the Rings boy, so he knows his Liv <laughs> And then there's one more in the the band, out of the four guys in the band that you're missing. Do you remember the the bass player? The guy who's supposed to be like John Lennon. Um, I have seen this goofy dude's face in one other movie <laughs> that turned out to be like this was after. So this guy never really worked again. Like he didn't do much after that. Like oh, you're missing two. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Now I know who you're talking okay. about. But okay. I'm talking like the lead singer, lead like, singer. Kinda, okay. like guy. Um, yeah. 
I think he's sort of a, a, a jerk. I don't, I mean, I yep. remember him being, it's like, again, it's kind of like the Beatles. So you have like this John and Paul relationship, but they switch the characters up because the drummer, isn't the drummer Tom Everett Scott? Or is he a yes, guitar? Yes, he's okay. the drummer. Yeah, so they kind of switch the relationships up so it's not exactly the Beatles, you know, If but like the singer um, is I don't this, even know how to pronounce his last name. All I know Jonathan. is I saw him in some very weird movie and I'm not, no joke, this was probably, I'm probably like 16 years old and I'm probably trying to get like, like Cinemax on my TV that doesn't have cable <laughs> at night. And I'm like, that's definitely that guy. And that's Alyssa Milano. And I don't know what I'm watching, but what is happening? Um, yeah, I can't even remember what the name of the movie was, but I, no one even needs to know the name of the movie at this point. Um, yes. No, so but who's the other? Jonathan Skeech, I think is how sure. you pronounce it. But yeah, he, the only other things I kind of, I didn't know he was in, but looking at his, um, what movies he's been in, it's like a lot of horror movies. There was Prom Night and Hush, like kind of like B horror movies, yeah. you know, not, nothing great. Um, the other one that I was talking about is the bass player that I think you definitely, I think you said his name last time when we were talking about it. I, Ethan Embry. I can't, no idea. No. Okay, he's another one of my um, maybe. Um, Ethan Embry is another one of my favorite actors. Um, He's in Can't Hardly Wait. Um, Oh, oh, is he like the like the? Is he got like the baby face? Like, yeah, he always. Yeah, I know his face. I never knew his name. Yep. So I love Can't Hardly Wait. Uh, He's also right now. He's in Grace and Frankie. Um, He's the the, one of the sons, right? Or married to? Or is this? Yeah. Yeah, yep. he's been in a ton okay. of shit. And then I think he was we in... We saw him in Grace and Frankie on our episode. Right? I think he's in Empire Records, too. And then, yes, and he is. Tyler's he is. in Empire Records. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they were in a movie together. Yes. Wow. But, so, yeah, this has two, two movie. Maybe that's why I also really like this movie. Two of my favorite, <laughs> like, lesser-known actors in it. Yeah. Um, and then a couple other famous people. Charlize Theron is in this. Mm-hmm. Um Giovanni Rabisi, who I also really like. I don't know. It's just there's an awesome cast. There's a lot more people that have like really small roles that we'll talk about after, but I don't I wanna like see as we're watching it if you can point out like, oh, that's this person. Yeah. Mm. Cool. That's cool. I like that. There's one thing I remember, like from the only time I've watched this movie, it's a joke that I always thought was funny. Um so their name is The Mm -hmm. Wonders. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a play on how the Beatles spelt the Beatles, not like a, the bug, but like they spelt it like B-E-A, Beatles. And the Wonders spell their name one, like O-N-E-D-E-R-S. Mm-hmm. And I always remember it's one of their first gigs. They get announced as the O'Neaters. <laughs> yep. And the it's O'Neaters. So it's the Wonders. That's yep. like the one like standout moment I remember from yeah. this movie. It's so great. I love yeah. it. The O'Neaters. So <laughs> I literally think about that like once a year. Like I'm like the O'Neaters. <laughs> so, yeah, awesome. I'm very excited. To, can you to... can you think of the song in your head? Because you only hear it probably 50 times throughout the movie. So, I literally can't even remember it. Once I hear okay. it, once I'm gonna, hear, it's no. going to be in your head for for weeks. Yeah. Weeks. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> I, 
It's like my if I'm at a bar and I put the song on a jukebox, this is a song I put on. And then you can kind of look around and see who knows the song. <laughs> and anyone that knows it, they're like, yeah, the O'Neaters. <laughs> this song is that popular that it's still in jukeboxes oh, yeah. around in bars? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have, let me see. I wrote down some stuff here. So the, it wasn't expected to be popular at all because it's a made-up song in a right. movie that wasn't expected to do great. But it hit – Number 41 on the Billboard Top 100. Um, it was nominated for Golden Globe and Academy Award. Yep. And it was written by Fountain of Wayne's bass player. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Adam something. But Fountains Adams. of Wayne. Do we know okay. Fountains of Wayne? No. I don't. Is that uh, Wayne's World reference? Fountains no, that's, of that's Wayne. Bad. Did uh, Stacy's mom? Oh, <laughs> okay. yeah. So the bass player from that band wrote this song. It was like a contest that Tom Hanks and the production company started to make a song. All they did was give them the name "That Thing You Do," write a song that's kind of like Beatles feeling, and they he won out of I think it was like three hundred songs that people submitted, and he won. Yeah, nice. super random, wow. and, but it's oh yeah, still a popular song. No kidding! <laughs> wow, that's wild. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. I guess for everyone that's listening that hasn't watched the movie, it's pretty much about a band that becomes a one-hit wonder off of this one song called "That Thing You Do," <laughs> oh, <laughs> and it follows their journey. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, cool! Awesome! I yeah. I'm stoked! I can't wait to to watch this. Yeah, me too. Laura, any other last things you want to give us or do you want to save any other facts to the end? I think we're going to save the rest of the facts to the end. Sounds unless like you have any other thoughts. No, I, I honestly, I, I literally am just having like flashes of bits of this movie of them, like running through crowd crowds, chasing them. And like, like a lot of the imagery I remember of like the Beatles, like uh, that craziness mm-hmm. I remember seeing in this, um, so I'm excited. Yeah, this is going to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Are we ready, ready. to do that thing? Ready to that do, do that thing you do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Let's do it. Count us in. All right. And that was that thing you do. Um, yeah, Lori, this is like I said, this is like your, your, uh, your baby here. Um, I liked it again. Like, and I forgot how much I remembered um, th- as watching it. Like things um, started to come through again. The the song, uh, Giovanni Ribisi's exit so quickly in the movie. <laughs> Giovanni, is he like Phoebe's brother? In yes. Okay. Yep. Yes, he is. Yes. <laughs> yep. I knew he looked familiar. I just couldn't like place him the whole time. You don't remember him as the evil corporate guy in Avatar? Come on. I don't remember anything from Avatar. What? Where what? He needed to drill unobtainium? What a terrible <laughs> name for a mineral. Like, get the fuck out of here, James Cameron. I can't anyway. take Brian seriously with the shade. So <laughs> Brian's know. got his shades on, the drumsticks. He's ready yeah. to go. I'm ready to go. Yeah, like, he's literally, like, and he's got, like, like it's because of how dark the room is, but like they're like ultra reflective oh, shades. Yeah. Yeah. I can see the computer. And I think see I can us. see myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, these are wild, Brian. You you are wild. Um, but I think it shows like 
the movie puts you in such a good mood. Like Brian oh, is yeah. ready to go. The fact you want to join a yes. band? <laughs> the fact that Brian, like, regardless of how much or little Brian liked it, he was like, I, the movie affected him so much that he was like, <laughs> I'm going to go out of my way to grab sunglasses yeah. to put on. Um, and pick up these drumsticks that either they are he had or he took from <laughs> from an event that we went to recently that just randomly had. Oh, did you I steal assume, those? I assume he I took as many some. as he could. Um, I did steal some. They were yeah. the right size too. They were That's actually I, exactly the same size because sticks that I use. Um, I saw those sticks on the tables and I was like, Brian's taking these. I just know he's oh, going to yeah. take a bunch of them. Um, but beautiful, yeah, 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 um, yeah. So, Laura, we obviously know how what you think of the movie. Um, I I really had fun with it. Brian, what did you think? Uh, yeah, I, f- I forgot how much I really liked this movie. Like, I knew I really liked it, but it, there were so many like good moments. It's such like a wholesome movie, um, and the music is just so good. Uh, like, I don't know, it's it's just a good movie. <laughs> We can start with that, like going over some things. So yeah, please. we had talked about it throughout the movie that all of the music in this movie is not by actual recording artists. Mm. It was just made for the movie, but it they make it feel like it was real music of during the 60s. Like you would really think that you're listening to to real songs. Yeah. yeah. Everything sounded time appropriate. Yeah. Um you're like, what? wait, was this a hit that I actually knew? Or, <laughs> right. or is this do I just, just remember it from the movie the yeah. last time I saw it? Yeah. Yeah. And the music, it was it covered a wide range of genres for the 60s, too. Like, obviously, the Oneaters sounded like <laughs> the Beatles or mm-hmm. the Beach Boys or something like that. But then there was, like, uh, there was a bunch of different, like, bands. There was, like, jazz bands that had, like, a very yep. 60s vibe. There was some ballads being played with, like, singers and whole horn sections. Mm-hmm. And it was all, like... Yeah, that's like a bunch of 1960s types of bands that would have been playing together on a record label. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I, we, again, you know, we, we did, we talked a lot during the movie um, and just uh, had a good time. But like, there's little things if you've never seen this movie, like, just like, like, you, you can't even really like think of today day like the equivalent like they're like you just made it big you're gonna play all these farms and fairs and county fairs because that's state where, fairs yeah. not farm yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> the first, that's the big uh that's the ticket <laughs> yeah the first manager was like we might even take you all the way to pittsburgh <laughs> yeah i know not even Philly, what like yeah pittsburgh? Like, steubenville Pennsylvania? yeah they were like, steubenville guys we're going to steubenville like like they like it just yeah wild stuff um you know we kind of talked about how like bands made it big back then is so different like this guy mm. pulled up in an rv and <laughs> it wasn't even an rv it was literally a truck with that attachment on it and yeah. like like they were just all standing in a truck bed that it, yeah. that was a weird thing but no right it's just like people like found you, you yeah know? like you didn't have now, to do anything yeah and now you just have to upload videos to youtube but like, well, I guess you know, it's kind of like, similar but different. <laughs> similar but different. One of my favorite lines in the movie is when they're in um, their man that their first manager's yeah. RV camper or whatever, and Jimmy's like, "I don't know about this." And Steve Zahn's character's like, "There's a man in a pretty nice van that wants yes. to <laughs> sign yeah, us. Yes. I'm gonna sign. You're gonna yeah. sign. We're gonna do it." <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, just go with it. (laughs) Yeah. Out of everybody, Steve Zahn was like the all star. Like, he was just like, (sighs) like, perfect timing with that means so much to me perfect (laughs) because i love him (laughs) facial expressions on point no steve i just love how into it he was the Mm -hmm. whole time like he's always Mm -hmm. looking back at the drummer like he's always like oh yeah this is great like i'm I'm into whatever we're doing like this is fine he's like i can't believe i'm here i'm just doing it yeah 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 steve's on good uh jimmy not good i mean good but like you know like the character is just like ugh. yeah piece of shit get out of here like so treat th- Liv Tyler right they actually had so Steve Zahn and Ethan Embry did know how to play their instruments beforehand but not like great but oh. they did make them learn how to play like all their instruments they had to practice all the time so that when they were playing it looked like they were actually playing and weren't they like I think I remember hearing something like they were actually like very bad like playing together i think i read that somewhere one time because they got they reunited as like like last year or something or the year before they did so i think it was right a couple years before like covid they had a reunion show where they did one show Mm. i don't know if they were good or not but then actually when covid first started they did a live stream of the movie with all of the actors like colin hanks was on it giovanni Mm. rubisi and they like as they were watching the movie, they talked about their experience yeah. doing the movie, and it was so cool. Like just like being a, such a fan of the movie, it was really yeah. cool to see them watch it and like talk about it. It was that it was cool. cool. Nice. That's so funny. Um, yeah. What other like cool things like about the movie do you know? Uh, so we talked a lot about the the different actors that popped up during the movie. There was mm. a ton. There were some that I didn't even know that Drew pointed out. So we had Yay. Brian Cranston was on because yeah. he was an astronaut randomly. Oh, amazing. <laughs> um, we had their the their like crazy first fan that they had, Sean whalen which i knew from twister but drew i think you said you knew him from somewhere else i'm like so positive he was in that milk commercial i'm gonna <laughs> oh yeah it was the milk commercial I'm like here. i don't know um what'd you say his name is sean sean whalen w-h-a-l-e-n is he is it like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay sean whalen i'm just gonna try this there's milk. so many actors that you may not know their name or where they're from but you yeah. see their face and you're like oh i know them from somewhere all right, yep. I, I'm I'm dropping this link in. We're we're uh you know you don't have to watch it right now, but when we're when we're done, apparently he's uh, from a milk a milk commercial. Yeah, like a <laughs> super <laughs> famous milk commercial. Not milk. Uh, that milk. is linked in there. When we're when we're done recording, we're we're watching this. Uh, you're all watching this uh, milk commercial. Wait, do either of you say milk? No, no one says no. I don't know. I say milk because milk, milk. I pronounce. Okay. I like to pronounce things correctly. Um, <laughs> Brian, do you say milk like M E L K or do you say milk? Milk. Yes. Okay. Well, mm, milk. Wait. That's milk. iffy. That's oh, an iffy one. That's an iffy one. It's a... like <laughs> it goes from I to E. It's milk. 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 Well, yeah, I'm going with milk. milk. He's got both in there. I vote for both. <laughs> I tried yeah. to just start saying it as quickly as possible. I so know when, I think when about you it. say something too many times, you're going to say it wrong. So. Yeah, it's a weird word uh. to say when you say it that many times. <clears throat> was Sean Whalen, by the way, was he in um, 
Was he in Idle Hands as well? Oh, that's such a random movie. Maybe. I don't know. I also had him from Never Been Kissed, which, great movie. Yep. So you said Twister. Twister is uh, the one that I definitely know him from. Employee of the Month. Get out of here. Yeah. Oh, oh, I like that movie. (laughs) I I had a thing for Dane Cook for a while. I retract Uh, everything about that now, but (laughs) for a while, I really liked Dane Cook. He was actually a McPoyle brother in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which is awesome. He was Lion, um, which is amazing. Um, all right, I'm jumping down to the night. My God, this guy has so many credits. He's in to like his everything. Name. That's what yes. most of the actors in this are like. They're just in so many things. Twister, Men in Black as the passport officer, Suicide Kings. Oh, Men in Black. That kind of rings a bell now, too. Never been kissed. Idle Hands. Okay, oh. you were right. McMacy. I don't even know who that is. It just seems to fit. Um, Charlie's Angels. He was in that that two thousand night the two thousand movie mid number uh, less than perfect. That's a TV series. Uh, my God, Scrubs. He was in Scrubs for an episode or two. Yeah, man. This this guy just is all over the place. I'm glad that he's uh, you know still doing well for himself yeah yeah like multiple things every year like good for you man so then we had uh kevin pollack we noticed you said from unusual suspects yep he was big vic what was it big vic Vic, uh, Vic, the mattress king the mattress king (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then we had paul Fig, is that what he said? Paul Fig, yep. Yep. And I I really didn't even realize he was a uh, actor, honestly. I never even noticed that. I just knew he was a director. Oh, yeah, we talked about Heavyweights. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Shout yep. out to Heavyweights. Shout out to Heavyweights. <laughs> oh, uh, Kevin Pollack is the mo- like, most recently, like, well, not necessarily most, but he's in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. He's uh, <gasps> I love the father. That show. That's a- <clears throat> oh, wait. Yeah. Oh my gosh, how did I not put that together how until you... right now? Yeah. Okay. Crazy, right? That's a great show. Really good yeah. Show. Another one I've only watched the first season and I haven't gone any further. Oh, you I need to watch to. the rest. You need I to watch it. the rest, yeah. And it's it's better to binge it now that it's all out. Watching it yeah. like week to week was difficult, but if you can watch it all at once, you'll speed through it. Mm. Yeah. Yes. All right, so Don't forget got... about Clint Howard. Oh, we had Clint, Clint Howard. Ha- yeah, you pointed Clint. him out, so you can talk about him. Clint Howard is uh, the brother of Ron Howard. He's his older brother. Uh, Clint Howard, essentially in every Ron Howard movie. <laughs> um, and he does other things too, but like you will typically always see him in like a Ron Howard movie. Um, <clears throat> more recently, he was uh, in in the Pam and Tommy uh, miniseries that was out. Um, He was, let's see, what was the last thing I'm trying to see that um, Ron Howard did? He was in solo star Wars movie as a, I think, uh, I think it was just a voice because I don't recognize the name for uh, that, but um, he was in, come on here. I'm looking through Arrested Development. He played a a couple of characters uh, in the original series and in the worst Netflix version of it um, because, you know, uh, Ron Howard produced that. Um, But 
yeah, Clint Howard has been in like so he's so Well, you um, said Apollo 13, right? Yes, he was okay. in Apollo 13. He was in like he also has a hundred credits or like or more. So like I'm still in like 2008 going down a list now. Frost Nixon, which was uh Ron Howard, uh he was in Dear Lord, there's so many things. Yeah, anyway. Um and we but had- Cinderella Man he was in. Uh he was the referee in Cinderella Man. So he always pops up here or there. But Apollo 13, he was in. Uh, Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, he was in. Oh, yep, that rang a yep. bell. Yep. yep, he's the radar operator when they were like schlong, theater, <laughs> and this. And you know, and yep. they just kept saying random things. Um, yeah, very, very cool. Who else is in this movie? We also have Chris Ellis from I immediately always recognize from Apollo 13, which like I need to go back and watch that movie because I feel like he's probably only in it for in a that second. One scene. But I just they must pan in like full zoom on his face. And I just have like a very vivid memory of him in that movie. He's also in Armageddon. So two space related movies. There was another one, too. He looks like a space guy. Yeah. Oh, of course, Transformers. He's he's all in Transformers, you know? He's, he's got a type uh, that he plays, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. And I am just... Uh, and also a band if... manager in this movie. Yes, <laughs> right? Different. Mad Men. He was in Mad Men for a while. He seems like he could play that, that like... There. He was in The Dark Knight Rises uh, also. Um, uh, what else was he in here the office in the he was uh, at the shareholders meeting chris o'keefe his name was in that um so that's fun everybody uh you also pointed transformers out, um you also pointed out chris isaac who i oh baby not... chris isaac come on <laughs> you all know chris i don't isaac right? i don't know uh, i mean tell me i, mean, I'm gonna, I don't i'm gonna pull up some a music some song right now um when he just said oh baby what was that in in the movie they were like that uh, that a baby that a baby baby. (laughs) this um so chris isaac's like biggest song okay he has a couple uh songs that i'm sure you've probably heard in movies or not but at one point he had this song that came out in 1989, but like the video music video was like 1990 and it was literally called like the sexiest video of all time. It's literally just this guy with this kind of high voice singing and a woman on a beach walking around in like a bikini clad. But um, Brian listen- immediately Googled sexy video. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Hold on. I'm going to like. Oh, okay. Do you just get the vibe from it? Like, yep. hold on, I'm going to skip a couple seconds. There was a song. Okay. Like, yeah. Well, um, come on. Oh, yeah. you, you hear this uh, in the grocery store. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Um, but there was a song that almost sounded like that in the movie. Yeah. There was, wasn't it? Um, yeah. He also has this one. You've got to have heard this one. Bum, 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 bum. It's Baby Did a Bad, Bad Thing. It's like... Let me jump in. Is that the Home Depot theme song? It kind of <laughs> sounds like it. No? Yeah. No, that's no. not ringing a bell? No, I recognize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on. His, his voice is very distinct, like, now that I hear it. Yeah. yeah. Um, interesting thing about Chris Isaac, though, he um, does act occasionally. Um, 
And Isaac, uh, Chris Isaac, you know, he's worked with um, uh, David Lynch, actually. He was in a couple of uh, David Lynch movies. He was in um, Eyes Wide Shut from uh, Kubrick. He, hmm. yeah, he, he occasionally will pop in and be like, hey, I'm Chris Isaac, you know? And it's like, whoa. <laughs> Put um, in something. Hey, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. So you always also- good to see him. You also pointed out that I didn't know Jonathan Demi. Yes. And I didn't realize um, when I was just scrolling through the cast too, he, apparently he was even, Jonathan Demi was even in the movie as yeah. the director of the beach movie. Oh, but Jonathan Captain Demme, Goosh and the yes. shrimp sex shooters. That's the one. <laughs> yes. Um, but Jonathan Demi. It was um, Silence of the Lambs. I did look that yes, up. Yeah. He directed silence of the lambs um hmm. and yeah i mean talk about like a very highly regarded and well-known director and that's pretty wild to see that like i always love to see like when when you know somebody puts a director in a movie and you, if you just notice him like um mm. the science fiction movie minority report that steven spielberg did with tom cruise and colin farrell and everything um there's a scene where Tom Cruise is like now wanted and he's like on a, and it's all futuristic. So like, you know, there's holograms and TVs and stuff, but like you see Tom Cruise, like on a subway train and he's like trying to avoid like being seen. And he looks at some guy who's reading a paper who looks directly at him. And it's like, it's Cameron Crowe, the director of like all almost famous and, and like stuff like that. And you're like, is that Cameron Crowe? Like the shit is that like, just to see people pop up. He doesn't even say a line. He just stares back at him. Good stuff. Anyway. Chris Isaac just got me really excited, so I have to. I know you like. <laughs> I launched immediately. Recognize, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, Uncle Bob, man. Uh, Uncle Bob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see what else do we got here. So the kind of you mentioned the uh, when they're at the beach scene, the it's so hard to say the shrimp shack shooters, um, because Tom Hanks did write this while he was like promoting Forrest Gump, the shrimp shack was kind of like a nod <laughs> okay. to Forrest Gump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish it was called Bubba Gump's too, because like, <laughs> Bubba, like they Bubba own, the they own stock in Bubba Gump or he owns like, some. Oh, I'm sure. Oh really? Yeah. He has to, how could he not? Yeah. I guess it's those funny. restaurants aren't great. I've been to one. They're, I've heard. Know, <laughs> I went to one down in Florida when like, like I'm talking like at this point, it, it's gotta be nearly 20 years ago. Um, and I had a great time at Bubba I mean, it's shrimp. fun, but it's not yeah, anything. I had a bucket of shrimp, of, of peel and eat shrimp. It was amazing. It's where they, like, you have the flip. It's like it's red or green. So, like, if you need help, you flip it to the green uh, and someone I, will come over like to you. Like a Brazilian Can't steakhouse. Even yeah. yeah, where they're basically like, do you want more food? Yeah. Like, oh, no. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> the shrimp shack. Uh, then we also talked about so just going off of how. Tom Hanks is just like the man. He composed the opening song to the movie too. Like, so might cool. as well just add something onto writing and directing a movie. Let's yeah. write a song for it too. And then it was really funny while we were watching it at the end. Drew's like, I bet he comes out with a record label called Playtone. And I was like, well, actually, <laughs> I, he like, did. <laughs> I, I knew I'd seen Playtone before, and it just seemed like I was like, if the movie's a fictional movie, like, you know, Playtone was like mm-hmm. Apple music. Like that was supposed to be like, like the record label, the Beatles like were signed yeah. under. And I was like, but I've seen Playtone somewhere. Like, is it real? 
And then, of course, Laura's like, yeah, yeah. And Tom, it's Tom Hanks. So he actually in, I think, uh, let's see, 1998, he started Playtone Company, which was a film and TV production company. And it was a lot of like HBO stuff, but also a lot of like, I think it was Castaway was done under it, Polar Express, obviously Tom Hanks movies, Hmm. but uh, Mamma Mia. And then I also was looking um, the Elvis movie that we were talking about also has some sort of connection to Playtone. He must oh, be producing on that also then. Like maybe Playtone is just his production company. Is I think that it's what it is? his production company. And then there also is a Playtone Records. There is also a record label where they do um, like records for movies mostly. It's just like soundtracks. Yeah. But he's raking yeah. in the dough pretty yeah. much. <laughs> That's, it, you know, and it's wild. He still likes to uh, act every now and then and just grace us with his presence. Oh, yep. he's America's sweetheart. He really is. America's sweetheart. Oh, love it. Man. Uh, and then I think the last thing that we talked about was, let's see. Oh, how uh, the bass player is not named throughout yeah. the movie at all. And even in the credits, it's TB player for <laughs> the bass player. I love it. And That's... it was just like a nod to that bass players are usually very underrated and never recognized in bands, Ugh. which I think is great. Because <laughs> it's terrible. true. It's yeah, very yeah. true. Um, yeah, this was, it was just definitely fun uh, to watch it. I'm curious, Laura, what was your favorite scene, like, from the movie in general, from, like, growing up? Or what's, like, like what do you remember from it, I've, you know? I really love the part when they first hear their song on the radio. That's yeah. and they like all get together and start running around. It's just so mm-hmm. like wholesome. And you yeah. can just imagine yourself if you started a band with your friends or something and you heard your song on the radio, how cool that would be. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just like great scene. And then on the other spectrum, really sad scene of when Faye tells Jimmy like, Mm. you like stay away from me i never want to see you again i've wasted too many kisses on you i don't know it was just like a great dialogue i think mm. yeah bri what about you um I, that's a good great scene. i also like when tom hanks like jumps in at the end too and he's like he's like uh what, what does he say because <clears throat> he was oh, he, who told like, who said <laughs> yeah, it? Who, who yeah. Said it? he's like the same yeah. person who said you got class jimmy and just walks out like so <laughs> cool I think I like when uh, when Guy first like ch- just changes the song. Like he learns the song, mm-hmm. and he's like, "All right, that's it, one song, neat." And then live, he's just like, "Nah, screw it, I'm playing it faster." And uh, <laughs> like some of them are into it, and Jimmy's like really trying to like it's slow too fast. it down. It's too fast. <laughs> yeah, but it's like everyone's loving it. It's mm-hmm. it's cool. That the guy's I don't like, know. it's wicked. It's wicked. Yeah. <laughs> Which apparently I don't know if it's true or not. I didn't I didn't Google it, but there I don't know if you were gonna talk about this lore or not. But there's a, a some Beatles lore that Help was supposed to be a really really slow song, but Paul oh. and the producer want were like, uh, no, it's a lot more fun if it's a fast song. And we'll no, I didn't know that. Was it Help or was it something? I thought I heard it was one of their first big hits. Um, I mean, Help was, was be, one of the. Well, Help was like they were established as the Beatles when Help came out. Um, that was like their what third album, maybe second, third album. Um, I'm I don't curious. Remember. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because it 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 never says anywhere that it's based on the Beatles, but it is very like takes a lot of. 
what you want to call I, it. Like, I actually found what I found it uh, here, and you're right; it does take a lot of liberties because, well, yeah, Tom Hanks is a huge Beatles fan too. Yeah. Um, what I see here on a Looper article of the untold truth of that thing you do, the tempo, the change in tempo of the title song is based on the Beatles' first number one single. Uh, it's Beatles exist in the world. That thing you do instead of the uh, just as Ringo's star replaced Pete Best, Wonder replaced their original drummer. Uh, the Beatles' first appearance on the Ed Sullivan all the way. Uh, down to the confusion over the careful girls he's engaged. Uh, here we go. It says, please, please me. Okay, so... Oh, please, please um, me. Please, please me. According to Faro Magazine, producer George Martin founded the original version of the song to be a rather dreary and insisted on changing the slow, bluesy arrangement into a peppier number. Please, please me would hit number one in this. So, yeah, that's... Um, that's i i'd heard that too i just i i thought it was uh, i saw that it was earlier mm, um yeah that makes sense one other thing i when i was scrolling through this too um laura i saw that from the um extended cut apparently <laughs> um they hint uh, i just literally like minimized everybody um they hinted in the extended cut that um that uh, Tom Hanks's character was actually gay in it. Well, I missed that in the extended apparently, cut, apparently. Yeah, it says, um, uh, the yeah, an additional 39 minutes of footage. Yeah, Jesus. 39 <laughs> minutes. It's God. rough. It's rough. Um, mostly, <laughs> it's a lot to a quick movie like this. I know. It, it really like takes down the like <laughs> tempo of the whole movie. You're just like, this isn't the same upbeat movie that you're watching yeah. with the extended cut. It says... But it did reveal a key element of the film that didn't survive. Hank's character, Mr. White, is heavily implied to be in an openly gay relationship in 1964. In the scene, a character named Floyd, played played by former NFL player Howie Long, waits impatiently for Mr. White to wrap up his duties as the Wonders manager with a clear weariness of a long-suffering significant other. Though Hank's has had already won the Oscar for playing a gay man in 93 for Philadelphia. He ultimately must have decided the subplot wasn't necessary for that thing. He did. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Wild stuff. 40 extra minutes. Yeah. It, it's yeah, not worth good. it. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> so what was your favorite part, Drew? Okay. So, um, I would probably have to say the, and even though it's just the smallest thing ever, it's just that fact that I, when we talked in the beginning, the thing I remember the most about this movie was that the, <laughs> the O'Neaters to the wonders, no, the wonders, like how quickly he jumps in there. I think that whole scene is really good where yeah. they, they get kind of, I don't want to say discovered, but it is their kind of them being discovered. It's a good scene, but I just, I don't know why that particular moment has stuck with me for, um, <laughs> 20 years do you know what i mean like like i th- i literally think i've thought of, think about that every now and then it just pops in my head and makes me smile like that that how they you know change their name and, or, mm-hmm. and all that so um you know there and there's a lot of fun moments in the movie it is a quick paced movie i think like uh laura like you said like them hearing it on the radio it's just a fun moment you know but that that one moment just always gets me makes me laugh a little bit i also like it was just a small thing that i noticed but the guitars and stuff that they start out with 
are um, like silver tone guitars or Dan Electro or whatever they were called in the 60s. They're mm-hmm. like super cheap. You could buy them in a Sears catalog. Um, and as soon as they got like flown out to, they get like the fancy guitars. They get like the, uh, yeah. like the more expensive ones. The the one that uh, Jimmy's playing is like a uh, Rickenbacker. Which like, right now those are like $5,000 a piece. Like they're stupid expensive. So back then it was $300. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That also makes me think of when Tom Hanks is like, you guys look great in red. And then in the next city they're in you gold. Guys great you guys gold. look great in gold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, when they're in black too, he's like, oh, "Did I ever tell you look great in black suits? You look great in black suits." Yeah. Like typical manager, just like yeah. gonna tell you, doing great. Get out there and do it. Oh, yeah. and then when they run off the stage, when he tells them, like, <laughs> if they ask for an encore, just run off, and they just and unplug smiling, and run, smiling. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good stuff. It's just yeah. so fun. It is, and um, the this is kind of the point too, where we we say for these kind of movies, is this something that we would actually watch with? somebody else or tell somebody else to watch mm-hmm. and of course laura i know you would uh um, yes you've already i already said this is like my movie that, yeah, <laughs> i you, force people to watch yes <laughs> yeah it's like if you go near laura and you have not seen dirty dancing or that thing you do be prepared for you will watch night. it yeah and they uh, all like it well they talk of course. It because i'm forcing them to watch it they tell me they like it yeah and you're not making them watch the extended <laughs> cut anymore so um so i get the true reaction now. yeah exactly yeah. Um, yeah, I think this would be something I would, I would tell like somebody to watch if they wanted to just have a fun, a fun time, especially I would tell somebody who I know is a a music fan or somebody I know that likes like more classic rock music and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, like I would definitely gauge who I tell this to, I, or tell this to watch though. I know, you know, you, we know our friends, Laura will tell you, you have to watch it no matter what. I would definitely (laughs) sell like a friend of mine that I think would appreciate it versus my friend who only wants to watch Marvel action films. I probably (laughs) wouldn't recommend this unless I know they, you know, unless I know this, they would enjoy it. You know, I think anyone that played an instrument in high school that would wish they could be in a band that could like Mm. i mean even if you were in a band and you just were doing it for fun you always have that like hope that maybe one day you could like hit a big like anyone that did that would love this movie did you play the recorder laura i did play the recorder but i also (laughs) i mean that was like back in elementary school (laughs) but i I was in, like, multiple bands where I played the guitar, so, like, I maybe had some, like, hope that, you know, one day. That maybe someone would... in this coffee shop will get my... Oh, I had a big... When I was playing talent shows at my college, maybe someone would discover me. Yeah. Were you rocking out on guitar, Laura? You play guitar? I was, yeah. No shit. Wow. Yeah. So I think that's where it kind of, like, uh... why I really like it. Wow! If we if we dig deep enough, can we find a YouTube video somewhere of you at a talent show? Uh, that might be pre YouTube time. It was definitely <laughs> like high school and college, or like on a uh, like a video camera, no phones mm. probably. Listen, so, thank that, God, thank God. <laughs> Ryan, yes, there's a possibility that could be uploaded, but like we're I would have to dig it out. Two thousand four in high school, two thousand <laughs> what? So yeah, you're like 2000, you're, you're graduating college just before 2010 or around, yeah, before 2008. 2010. So like, yeah. I would say like the prime, 
Laura guitar playing was 2004 to 2008, and there is zero <laughs> recorded evidence zero of it. <laughs> that you know about. Yeah. That I know about. Okay. Nice. Brian, would you share this with uh, others? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I actually think this just like reignited my like love for this film. So I'll, Well, yeah, you're still wearing I'll the shades. Yeah, I'm still wearing the shades. I still have the drumsticks. I'm so I'll excited. That makes uh, me happy. I'll make someone watch it at some point for sure. And you're going to go I, – I have a feeling as soon as we end this, you're going to go figure out the rhythm on the drums. He's just going like, to drum I a gotta... little bit. At like 930. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With everyone. Yet. Wake up the whole household. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Mare's like, Brian, come on. You're like, I got to do that thing I do. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Well, this is good. This is a hit. This is uh, this is a good one for us. I um, appreciate it. I, I very much enjoyed Um. Yeah, do we have anything else? I keep forgetting. I don't know how we, I don't remember how we close these out. Uh, we have a we have <laughs> I a don't website. know either. It's up to you, Drew. Yeah, oh, wait, I guess. no, Brian's gonna do his thing. Yeah, what do you think? What are you doing, Brian? Are you gonna close us out? Or are you gonna tell us how tell, tell us where to go? Okay. Oh, uh yeah, go to uh com and you can find all of our past episodes and links to our social medias. Uh, and how we've rated certain movies. I don't know what we're doing I, for these. Yeah, I don't know. I think you like basically just go if you go to Real Doofs, you'll see the links to other places to find us, or you can listen at any podcast, uh, like anywhere you listen to podcasts. There's generally you're going to find Real Doofs somewhere. You can you find, find us, us on, right now. Like if you're listening to this, you yeah, found right. Just you do found that us. again. Do yeah. that again in like a week and a half. Or you can literally go to audible.com or audible like and like and like be like, I'll listen to a book today or real doofs. Because for some reason we're on audible. Just waiting for Brian to say butts honey with Brian.com. That's really all I <laughs> wait for every episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you go to Jeff Bezos mansion, he has us on vinyl. He, he cuts every episode of real doofs on vinyl and it's in his basement. So you got to break it. into his mansion steal all the vinyls and that's how you can listen to the back catalog. I mean, we are on Amazon podcast too. So I'm he probably owns our, like the He's listening right now. So Jeff Bezos, thank you. (laughs) Play tone. Um, If you want to sign us. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, (laughs) we'll talk it all up, but roll up in your sketchy van. We're ready to go. Yes. We won't try to, we won't try to trip Tom Hanks, wife. No, definitely not. No, no, no. But that's awesome. Everybody. Perfect. Um, Laura, awesome. Thank you so much for bringing this one in. Uh, Brian, you're up next time. So, um, I know, and I don't, I don't know what we're, I don't remember either. Yeah. So we'll have to, I might have a, a different one now. I Sounds saw good. a movie today and I was like, Ooh, this takes it. This is the thing. Oh, okay. I'm excited. I can't wait, but all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for today. So thanks okay. everybody. Bye. Bye. Stop. Bye. Bye. Bye.